Listening Dog Media. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. He's one of England's most capped international players. Seaman is the man here. He's one of the world's most decorated goalkeepers. And it was somehow kept out by Seaman. That is a fantastic save. This is Seaman Says with David Seaman. And Seaman, what a magnificent save. Here. Breathtaking. Like never before. Welcome back to Seaman Says with me, David Seaman and Lindsay Hooper. Later on, we're joined by a true Hollywood star and a massive West Ham fan, Russell Brand. I don't even notice sort of basic fundamental things like whether or not people pressed, or as we used to say, <laughs> try. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Lindsay, what have you been up to? This busy week of football has seen me go all over the place again. I seem to be spending a bit of time in Norwich lately. <laughs> Um, no complaints it's a lovely part of the world actually but when you live in Surrey it's a little bit of a trek isn't it getting over there have you got some nice memories of Carrow Road Um, mainly taking points away yeah (laughs) 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 it's one of those grounds that's really close to you the fans are really close and uh, yeah you always get a great atmosphere there And, and whenever I think of Norwich you cannot think of Delia you can't, you can't get that out of your head. No. Come on, let's be having you. That, I, that is like etched in my mind forever. Did anyone see her on the match last night? Yeah. Oh yeah, when she nearly fell asleep. Well, yes. she looked like she was falling yeah. asleep. They, they focus in and her eyes were open. And as soon as they focus in, her eyes shut. And, it, and the camera's yeah. on there. And you think it's going to cut away. And it's like, oh gosh, she's going to fall asleep in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> mind, mind you, at one point it was quite dozy, wasn't it? In terms of a watch. I mean, it felt like neither Newcastle or Norwich have anyone that can finish a chance. 
I know that Callum Wilson, Callum Wilson scored that penalty, but apart from that, I mean, they couldn't hit what Barn Door. What and Clark thinking of? Oh, yeah. Oh, you know, like the first, like, 10 minutes, you know, and of a game like that, you know, where you want to, you want to set your stall out and then straight away they're down to 10 men. It was just so needless. You know, sometimes it, you just got to think, well, let him try and beat the goalie, you know, because sometimes we do save him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Tim Krull moment. I did think that was so close to him saving that penalty, wasn't it? I know. You know, and he's got a good record of that. Because um, I was I was flicking, I was watching the first half. And then obviously I went straight over to Leeds and uh, started watching that. And then I was looking at my phone. I was like, oh my God, Newcastle have gone 1-0 up. And I was thinking, yeah, that, I, I like that. But then I was thinking for Leeds' sake, I'm thinking, hang on a minute. No, a Newcastle win's not good. A draw's good. So then I flicked it over, back over at half time. And then I saw Pookie's goal. And I was that like... That was worth the wait. So oh, that was the bomb bit brilliance. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, great it was. It was, it, was a, it was a great volley. Thought the, the goalie should have done a little bit better with his attempted clearance from the cross. You know, he had two hands there. You know, if you get two hands there, you can nearly always catch it. But if you don't catch it, you normally can get a lot more distance on it than that. And uh, you know, that led to the uh, to the next cross coming back in. And but Pookie, you can't take anything away from Pookie because that was as clean as and as good as it gets. A full left foot volley, top corner. <laughs> the game really needed it, but a good result, I think, for Leeds. One Great result. Two. Yeah, bit of a relief, if I'm honest. Um, I was watching that and obviously I'm hoping for, for the win. But, um, you know, then right at the end, as soon as I saw the handball, when they slowed it down, I was like, that's got to be a pen. You know, because his arm was out. You know, I think he was half expecting the Leeds defender to get a little flick on it, but it didn't. And his arm was out and it hits his hand. And then a good penalty from um, Rafinha. You know, it's one of them though. Even that penalty, you think, whoa, we left that a bit late because the goalie didn't move, did he? He was waiting for him to pick a side and he hardly moved and then he ended up putting it quite close to him. But because he'd wrong-footed him, he couldn't get any any push on his dive. So uh, good three points for Leeds and a big relief. And we've got to we've got to take our minds back even further, if you can try and cast the memory cells uh, <laughs> to the weekend and some of the results from that. First of all, I was bang on with Liverpool four 0 I've got to say that when we come to the we come to the predictions later. Yeah. Um, they have to be now considered as real title contenders. I felt like at the start of the season, Liverpool weren't really talked about as much. It was all, oh, it'll be Man City, it will be Chelsea, maybe Man United with all the, the signings that they made. That obviously went away a little bit quickly. And Liverpool kept doing and going about their business, but now they're even winning in style all the time. Would you say that they're now the favourites over um, over Chelsea? I think at the moment, like what you said, they are, they're the team in, in form. And I think that if Man City or Chelsea were to play Liverpool now, I think that'd be that'd be a good time for Liverpool to be playing them um, because they are the bang on form. But you know, even when I watch Chelsea, you know, I think that they're cruising. And I watch Man City, they're not cruising as much, and they've got quite a few injuries and suspensions coming up, haven't they, over this Christmas period? So, uh, can we say yeah. that Chelsea are cruising though with that draw? Yeah, I still feel they are, you know, you know, and, and especially when you look at their bench and what comes off their bench is just frightening, you know, the, the quality they've got. But that, that Liverpool team is is bang on form and, you know, I, I would imagine that Liverpool aren't, they don't care who they're playing at the moment because they are that they are that good at the moment and I think they would, they would give Chelsea a real proper game 
Um, you know, and you and if I was gonna bet, you would always go for Liverpool at just now. Yeah. Well, but, that's the thing. You're saying just now, I read an article as well saying about how important a player Diogo Jota is for Liverpool, especially with AFCON, because hmm. players going away. Um, which which happens yeah. in January. The, the the top teams are really affected usually, um, so he could be key, couldn't he, for for them, especially if there's yeah. no Mo Salah or anything. Yeah, exactly. You know, and he's popped up with some some really vital goals. You can't believe that he sometimes gets left out. You know, because when he when he starts, he looks brilliant every time. But that just shows you what sort of depth Liverpool have got. You know, they can rest players, put Jota in, and he scores. And then they can even afford to leave him out the next game, you know. So it's it's a good place to be for Liverpool at the moment. How about Arsenal then? Yeah, I was I was quite delighted with that. I was at the game and I thought it was um it was a fair result. I don't think Newcastle they probably had one shot on target, which produced an unbelievable save again from Mr. Ramsdale, tipping it onto the bar, but we'll talk about that oh, later yeah, in the saves of the week. Yeah. Um, you know, so it was yeah, it was it was a good game. It was a I thought it was a, a good solid performance. Um, and then, you know, obviously that was leading us up to Thursday night's game against Man United, which is gonna be a big test. I'm sure Callum's thinking this could be uh, an Arsenal win. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's a really interesting matchup because I was on on another show talking with a a fellow journalist and he described Arsenal and I think you could maybe put Man United in this as well, but we'll see what Callum says. Um, He described Arsenal, David, as best of the rest, but can't compete with the best. Yeah, that's not far off. We've shown that we can't at the moment in the Chelsea, Man City and, and Liverpool. The three of them, they were miles away. But we'll we'll see. You know, it's if we can be the best of the rest, then we're fourth. You know, and then that's a great season for Arsenal. So let's wait and see, Linz. I, I need to see what sort of form we hit when we play the big clubs again. So what does Callum reckon for Man United? Are you in that group that's in the rest or are you in the best that they can't beat for this game? I'm torn. To be honest, (laughs) I don't really know what to expect. That's the issue. But I think that's been the problem with United all seasons. We've not known what to expect game in, game out. I think for this game, I think for this game, you're in the rest. I think later on in the season, and I'm only being honest here, I think later on in the season, I am very excited for you guys, actually, weirdly, because Ralph Ragnick is like the godfather of German football right now. And the style that he brings across... You know, Klopp is a disciple of him. Hasenhutl is a disciple of him. The way that they press, the, the thing that's called the mm-hmm. Gagan press. And it can be very, very exciting for United. I think you're going to see a very high-impact team uh, and some exciting football uh, as the season progresses. So, good stuff for you guys. I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you think it's strange that he is a manager who doesn't really get talked about that often, yet all the big coaches, all the best coaches in the world, they reference him, don't they? It's all Ranya. You know, I've read about articles in, in, in autobiographies about him for many years, yet his name's never really surfaced in the Premier League, really, until now. It was similar with Bielsa, though, wasn't it? Yeah, true. Yeah, um, I read somewhere about um, Conte going to a seminar that Bielsa was uh, not hosting, but he was doing a talk there, and he had his notepad out, and he was scribbling down, you know, like he was taking the information from Bielsa. And it's funny, isn't it? And and mm. they come into to this league, and, uh, well, certainly for Ranić, he's kind of gone, well, I say the top of the league, big team. Um, yeah, you can't say top of the league. No. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> Losing straight in there with that one. <laughs> I just think it's so exciting. It's so exciting for the Premier League. Again, like mm. Ronaldo coming back, but having these types of, you know, this ilk of manager is so exciting. So, so what clubs has he managed in Germany? Well, he did, I think it was about two years at RB Leipzig. And yeah, that's two spells had, at Leipzig, yeah. Two spells. And yeah. that's where he appointed Hasenhutl. So he knows the Saints manager really well. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have the same philosophy, which is this high press, which obviously, I thought, oh, what do they call it? Is it like heavy metal football or something? Have you heard mm-hmm. that? Term? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, which I love. <laughs> yeah, um, but he's he's not actually been in a job for a little bit. No, he's not. But even with United, aren't they? They're putting him in there till the end of the season, and then they're yeah. like sticking in board level. Yeah. Um, so yeah. whoever, I guess he's going to be a part of whoever they choose to fill that proper manager role, which can only mean that they're going to play that type of football sort of for here on out. I would guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the reason I asked about you know what what clubs has he been is, you know, this for me is a big test for him. You know, because it's the biggest club that he's been at. Mm. Oh, absolutely. You know, and why, why is it that these like so-called like really good coaches never end up at big clubs? He never does a long term. Yeah. If you look at his stuff. But he, neither he did lasts. Bielsa. No, I know. No. Yes. I know. So, I know. That's what, that's what my, I mean. My, my opinion, David, for Leeds, and I hope that they turn it round again because I, I just know how much it means to you. But if I was a Leeds fan like yourself, I'd be really worried for the post-Bielsa era. I think yeah. it's going to go like off a cliff. I honestly do. Yeah. I do because he's he's worked them so hard that the next person that comes in, I don't think you're going to get those players performing at the same level as what he did. Yeah. So you're going to have to have a whole restructure, I think, and and definitely lots of new personnel in order for you to get back where you were. So the, I think it's a bit of a ticking time bomb, Bielsa at Leeds at the moment because he's done way past the spell that he usually would do. It's not going as great. Mm. If he goes at some point in this season. I wouldn't. I wouldn't fancy whoever comes in next having a good job. Well, we're not talking about that, Lindsay, because he's not going uh. anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not letting him. No, but I know. I know exactly what you mean, though, because I think what I, you know, you get in this situation now where teams are working out what leagues do. You know, last season they, they found it as a bit of a surprise. You know, the high press, the the, the amount of work that they do in a game, um, and teams have worked that out now. You know, and, and even last night, you know, one of the commentators was saying that we're, that Leeds are playing now in a bit more of a formation. You know, whereas last last season they just seemed to be everywhere. You know, now they're playing in a certain formation, and it's not quite going as well. But you know, we'll we'll, we'll see. You know, because last night's result was huge. I thought, you know, for mm. for confidence as well. You know, and you could tell that by the Leeds fans how much they were like making so much noise because that. That was sheer relief, I'm telling you. <laughs> that was a Yorkshire way of pure relief. <laughs> um, one of the other ones we haven't spoken about so much is uh, City beating West Ham. And yeah. West Ham, having been the new messiahs, they were like just around the third place mark, weren't they? They have yeah. a couple of bad results now, so a couple of defeats and and they they probably have got a tough fixture list as well coming up, haven't they? Yeah, yeah, they have. Um, yeah, no, and, and watching that game, you can't believe the the weather that happened in that game, and and the, the, they carried on playing. You know, and you I was, see the I ball, was, could you? I know, times? I know, they didn't even change it, did they? You know, so I don't know what all that was about. Um, you know, I was expecting the orange ball to come out, and then I'll, you know, that'll maybe play stop for a little bit. You know, so they, they could clear the lines. Yeah, it was a tough, it was a tough game anyway. But you know, with, with West Ham, it's 
you know, are they up there falsely? No, I don't think they are really. But they've had a couple of bad results, and now let's see, you know, because they've got Chelsea next I know and Arsenal are closing in on them now you know so who would have thought that you know when when Arsenal were bottom of the league would we be saying like Arsenal are closing in on on force can you see why this is happening to them is there anything in their in their play or do you think they're missing Ogbonna is that I mean because he's out for the rest of the season now is he did he make that big an impact that it's unsettled the defence yeah it could do when you're getting one of your big players out for that amount of time it does take a while for the new players to come in um Going through the season, you always have a little patch. Every club, you always have a little patch with the um, some more than others. <laughs> yeah, some some people's wobbles last longer than others. Yeah. <laughs> I think that a Bonner in defence is a good point. I do think yeah. that's a good point. But I think from an attacking point of view, where they always look like they got that threat of a goal, didn't they? At one point this season, mm. I don't think they look like that as much anymore. I think Antonio's tailed off a little bit. But more for me, I think it's Bowen. You know, when you'd got all of those players at the same time, Fornals, Bowen, they were they were all at the top uh, of their game and they've just gone off the boil a little mm. bit, but all at the same time. I think that's yeah. what it is. Do, do you want to gloss over the fact that Wolves couldn't beat Norwich? I was at that one. Um, I was at two games this weekend and uh, one of them was Norwich Wolves, which we can glide over, Adam. Okay. And and I was at Brentford against Everton. Yes. Everton are in real trouble. And and the game of midweek, see how she glides on from the Wolves game. (laughs) The game of midweek is the Merseyside derby. Yeah. And after five defeats, Rafa is under the cosh, isn't he, for this one? And one of my questions post-match was, is there now a bigger sense of urgency for this Merseyside derby? I think they've got to get something from it. They are, definitely. Um, it's a massive game for Everton. When I watched them against Brentford as well, they didn't really create much either. No. That's the worrying thing. And I think another worry was that they had key players coming back. I know there was no... Dominic Calvert-Lewin or Richarlison. So I know that striking-wise, there there is a big gap, you know, between them and Rondon. We all know that. <laughs> but Abdoulaye Decore was back in the team. Gray came off the bench because he'd been um, an injury concern. And I do think that the the trouble that they were in, it could have, especially against Brentford, it could have spelled a bit of a turning point for them. And they could not they could not get out of it. And there was a real lack of synergy. Like you say, the the front players were just not known where each other were. They were not clicking. They were not getting any fluidity at all in their attack. Mm. And that would be a big concern for me if I was an Everton fan. Yeah, it's it's a massive game and all the doubters are now coming back out, aren't they, about Rafa and, you know, so the, it's, there's a lot of negative energy going around there. Everton could be on for a big tonking as well well know, when we get Liverpool. to our predictions bit you'll see what I'm <laughs> after watching them up close on Sunday um, yeah. I have certainly got an opinion there by the way what do you reckon about Jorginho coming third in the Ballon d'Or what I know that's uh, well, exactly what I thought when I I was like really anyone watching the Chelsea game at the weekend and that I mean it led to the goal didn't it for Man United that awful touch mm. I, I think you could lose the Ballon d'Or in just that split second yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The thing is, what I don't get about it, Callum, you're going to get me on a bit of a rant here now because I'm going to. You're going to probably see the fact that I'm not too happy with Messi winning it. I know that he's I a don't brilliant think many player. People were. No, no, because uh, to, Jorginho coming third says to me 
that that was about the trophies he'd won. Yet the person that came first, it wasn't about trophies that they'd won this in the in the, the calendar year at all. Um, I know that he'd had the first bit of success with Argentina, but let's face it, on a on a whole calendar year basis or or a season basis, if you take the whole whole of it and you look at what Messi's done compared to other seasons that he's won, it it was it, it was just a, you know an embarrassing ex- contrast and example. Lewandowski, you know, you've got that picture doing the rounds on social of him lying with all the trophies that he's won. If you're going to go down that route, it's got to be Lewandowski and Jorginho because of what they've won. But if it's because if it's due to other things or other things are coming into it, that's got to reflect the whole list, right? Yeah. And where people finish, I got yeah, it it got me going a little bit. But people's issues with the Ballon d'Or, the fact that it's an internal thing, it's journalists and it's um, it's professionals within the yes. within the industry, which I get because they'll probably be closer to the statistics and the the facts of what those players have done. But to not have an element of some sort of fan integration, I think, is a bit mm. odd or so a bit is, off. Is what you're saying, Adam, that people are messy washed? I, well, yeah, to a certain <laughs> extent, I guess, because anyone would say, because uh, obviously for so many years, obviously it was between him and Ronaldo, uh, apart from that sort of one odd year where Modric came in there and, and won it. But, you know, you, you could argue that since they've left the big club, well, I said the big club, since they've moved on from those roles and Ronaldo's gone to United and Messi's gone to PSG, Ronaldo's been far more the successful player. And that's saying something with, with where United mm. are. Well, right yeah. As, as a player, he's been more successful than Messi. What you can say about them is that they are past their peak. Uh, Absolutely. Is what we're saying is what we're saying right now. If, if you're one of the best footballers in the world right now and you're in your mid-20s or late-20s mm. hitting that peak and you're still not as good, is that what we're saying? That they're still yeah, not yeah, as good absolutely. as Messi or Ronaldo past their peak? Yeah, way past their prime, let's face it. I way mean, past their peak, yeah. Our, our old Lewandowski. Yeah, but I mean, he, he did have like this second wind, didn't he? Yeah. And and he maintained it because a lot of people in the debate for this year was he should have got it. Had the Ballon d'Or ran during lockdown and COVID, he would have been a shoe in hmm. I think that form, he managed to continue more so than Messi for this last season as well. Mm. So if you take into consideration both, given that there wasn't a Ballon d'Or last time, I don't know how he's not walked away with it. I really don't. Yeah, I was disappointed with it. I thought he should have got it. And then, if you've seen the disrespect that someone like Ronaldo's had, because he didn't turn up for it, and then he's calling out, is it the president of the Ballon d'Or, that organisation is calling out for a liar? Did you read any of this? No, I haven't have seen this. Have you this not bit? seen this? No, no. So he said in an article that um, Ronaldo once told me that his goal was to beat Messi with the most Ballon d'Ors. And Ronaldo's come out and said, that's rubbish. I never said that to you. Yeah. And he thinks that it's a, a bit of a jab because he didn't turn up at the ceremony. And then they go and plaster a big picture of him in his in his Y-fronts up on stage. <laughs> with, uh, with, with Were they Yorkshire Y-fronts? <laughs> yeah, with his Y-fronts. <laughs> <laughs> then you cut to the photos of all the footballers in the audience. They're all laughing at it. And it just, it was screaming oh, disrespect. No. So this is whole hoo-ha between, between yeah. him and the, uh, the organisers and, and whatever's going on there. Football I'm interested player. also to get your opinion on Mason Mount. Do you think he's one of the 20 best players in the world? Are you just singling no. out Mason Mount here? Because there were another couple of questions. There were, but he's on the that one that stands out most to me. <laughs> I do think in future years, and we all do it, don't we? Like there's always that surprise one that was on the Ballon d'Or list and you're like, how on earth? And they can go away. And I'm not saying this is Mason Mount because I actually think he's he's got so much promise for the future. But there are some people that 
when they look back on their career, they can say, I was on the Ballon d'Or list once, and you would actually, at a dinner party, be like, what? <laughs> Why? <laughs> oh, yeah. I know, but what, what does he go up to now? Does he go top 20 or 30 or about 30. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's too long. The it's list long is so long, long I was half expecting to see you on there. <laughs> <laughs> Seaman says with Safe Style. The great saves you can't beat Safe Style. Right, guys, it's, it's time for Save of the Week with Safe Style. And this week, I'm struggling. I've got two. Oh, <laughs> okay. Give us the two. We know one's Ramsdale oh, from earlier. Ramsdale, yeah. And then the other one's Melier against Brighton, was it? Yes. Yeah, I saw it that one, yeah. Got a fingertip to one of the shots. I saw that on Match of the Day. I thought, yeah. I thought you'd like that one, yeah. Yeah, so I'm really torn between them. So, but Ramsdale was higher, wasn't it? Yeah, higher and then onto the bar. As a goalkeeper then, what what is harder? Because if you're, you're planted with your two feet, I would personally think, knowing nothing about goalkeeping, that Ramsdale's was easier because you're just going up, whereas... Yeah. So Ramsdale, went, he went across and up, mm. you know, and he got a really good spring on that. And then to have the, the strength to keep it out onto the bar. Whereas with Melier, it was like, it was like just the little faintest fingertip. Can you remember it? I remember which both. Would you, which would you go for? I would go for uh, Melier because I yeah. feel that getting down and because he had to go across the goal more and that was yeah. a really vital, well, they were both vital fingertip saves, but to get yeah. across and get the spring, I would think is harder than going kind of more of a straight up and and, yeah. and both were vital touches. Yeah, so. They were both really good saves. Aaron's, Aaron's already got one, one save of the week from us. So Give it to your other team I'm, then. I'm going to go to Melier because and not only that, is um, he made about two or three other really good saves in the game as well. You know, so um, yeah, so this week it goes to Melier. So that was save of the week with Save Style. For great saves, you can't beat Save Style. Seaman says with Safe Style, the UK's number one for windows and doors. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. This is Seaman Says with David Seaman. Right then, Lindsay, very quickly, let's rattle through tonight's games, Wednesday evening games. Mm-hmm. Um, first up, we've got... Saints Leicester, I'm going to go with 1 1. 1 1 Saints Leicester, no way is what I will say, David. I I honestly think Leicester is starting to hit a stride just at the wrong time, I think, Adam, <laughs> for Saints. Uh, I don't think it will be a 9 0, um, but I do think it's going to be 8 4 1. <laughs> oh, 4 1 to Leicester. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And then Watford Chelsea. I can't see anything other than a Chelsea win here, and I'm going to go three nil Chelsea. Mm, I was going to go a, a more of a narrow win, I, but I, I might go two actually, two nil, two nil Chelsea. All right. Then. West Ham Brighton. Yeah, this is a little tricky one for West Ham because um, Brighton. Uh, 
they want to change they're like they're okay and then they're then they're decent then I always thought that they'd struggle this season but I will go for a West Ham win of 2-1 ah oh, right I can <laughs> say the same I can say the same can't yeah. I 2-1 I'm going to go the same I <laughs> right then and then oh Wolves Burnley I'm at this one yeah nice yeah yeah, yeah. I think Wolves are going to have too much up for Burnley um I'm going to go for a 2-0 win for Wolves. I'll Come on, Wolves. It. I want you to beat Burnley. Come on. Yeah. Please do I it. Think, <laughs> I think 2-0 as well. Sorry, I'm going on the same for, tw- for two in a row. <laughs> but I do, I do think 2-0. And then we've got Villa, Man City. Um, is it going to be Stevie Gerrard's first defeat? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Unanimous. So I'm going to go 3 0 City. 2 0 City. Okay. Oh, you've got the big one, Lindsay. The Merseyside Derby, yeah. Everton, Liverpool. Oh, I'll start us off then. Everton, nil, Liverpool, four. Oh, I'm going to go Everton, nil, Liverpool, three. Yeah. I can't see Everton, go one three. higher to beat that one I know I, would you yeah uh, well yeah I would yeah. personally oh god and David how just quick how long has Rafa got if he loses this and this is a big match for him how long has he got left um I still I still feel he's got a lot quite a bit more it, but having said that if they get absolutely smashed against Liverpool no I still I, I, I can't see them getting rid of him just yet I still think he's got a few more months yeah it's um, I don't think it's like the, the, the thing that gets me is that like you can't turn around and say that the players are doing their best or playing to their best and they're not there's a lot of them off form you know and is that the manager's pro- is that his um, is that his fault <sighs> I don't know it's it's a tricky one but You've got a good manager there, you know. So it's, I would look at the players. Give him the first couple of months of, of next year, and then see where he's at, and then I would, yeah, I would say he's, yeah, unless they they start proper losing a lot of games, it's still he's still his job still safe for me, yeah. So the next um, the next lot of games for Everton are Liverpool, Arsenal, Palace, Chelsea, Leicester, all before Christmas, yeah. So it's um, yeah. yeah, but I, I actually think Everton, Palace, and Leicester. I, I think they can get yeah. results there. But we haven't we haven't done very well in our in our tips for them today. But, yeah. yeah, but the yeah, you know, even like Arsenal, you don't know what you're going to get there either. But, mm. So Spurs, Brentford. Um, I think this might be a little bit of a surprise. You know, I'm going to go for a two-one Brentford win. Really going to wow. cheer up the Tottenham fans. <laughs> cheer up the <laughs> Arsenal fans. <laughs> I will go the other way. Um, I'm going to go 2 1 Spurs. All right. Man okay. United Arsenal. Whoa. Go on, Nins. Finish us off. Um, I, so, I, do we go with the neutral view first and then end on you, which is going to be completely biased? <laughs> yeah, let's do that. Uh, and Callum as well. Let's divide you you two up. Man United, Arsenal. I think 
it's going to be underwhelming 1-1. One, one. Oh, that's what I was thinking, you know. Yeah, I'm going to go the same. I'm going to go the same huh? as, as you, Lindsay. Yeah, I think he's one of them games. That if I want to ask him to get something out of this game because it'll keep that, that confidence high. If we get beat by Man United, then everybody's going to be talking about, oh, you can't beat the big teams even more. Um, so I think it's really important that we get something out of this game. So, yeah, I'm going to go one more. Okay. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Seaman says, in conversation. Today's guest is actor, comedian, and Hollywood star, plus huge West Ham fan, Russell Brand. Hello, hello, everyone. Hello, mate. <laughs> Hiya. Oh, look at that beautiful beaming face from Yorkshire. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry right. I'm late. Tell me what you need from me. <laughs> we just need you. <laughs> oh, who's everyone else? Lindsay, Adam and Callum. Yeah, we're all part of the team, Russell. Um, so I do this show with David and I've met you before. You, you won't remember. But I used to be a He's like, uh oh. <laughs> Look at your face. I've met you before. Shit. <laughs> uh, I used to be a broadcast assistant on your show on Six Music occasionally. So, what with Trevor and Gene? Yeah. Like. Yeah. And then I met you as well, very briefly, in the car park um, at West I Ham. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> I think you'd been on the uh, on the prawn sandwich treatment that day when I was getting to my car and I had a quick chat with you about the game and that was it. Oh lovely, well it's lovely to see you again and I'm, I'm glad to see you've ascended to these um, the giddy heights of the great man. <laughs> yeah. I love it. <laughs> well thanks for coming on Russ, it's amazing to have you on mate and um, yeah, I've been looking forward to this for a long time. Um, I can't have you on without asking you about your beloved West Ham and you must be so excited at the moment. I'm excited and anxious. I'm excited, of course, because of the positive results. I'm excited because of the degree of consistency. I'm excited because of the Moisaya. I'm excited because we are massive. But <laughs> always there's that underlying anxiety. And of course, the anxiety is slightly heightened after the result against Wolves. Uh, a little bit, uh, a li little bit of anxiety after the result against City. Even though you know, sort of, what do you expect? And yeah, I, so it's joy, but part of being a West Ham fan is joy that is qualified with dread. Is, is that you telling us that you wish we'd called you up a couple of weeks yeah. ago? Then I, this would have been unbridled enthusiasm, <laughs> total optimism, unrealistic expectations. <laughs> so what's happened in the last couple of games? Well, I don't know, mate, because the fact is, is that I, I watch football just from an emotional perspective. And whenever I speak to like experts, former players, I'm like in awe. 
like whenever I see analysis, I'm always like, oh, I see, right, yeah, that's what happened. You know, like, but I don't, I don't even watch, I don't even notice sort of basic fundamental things like whether or not people pressed, or as we used to say, <laughs> try. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. but you you uh, must be you must be like really impressed with especially what what i've been out i'm third of west ham or not fourth aren't they fourth. yeah but you've got the yeah, and i've not looked at the table and like i don't like i sort of um i don't know what kind of trauma i carry as a result of being a west ham fan but when they're like our losses i kind of retreat i'm not like i'm not like a fair weather fan you know it's, it's tattooed on me it's there forever but like it's <laughs> like it's just like I don't go into the. I try not to go into the grief. How's, how's the tour going, Russ? Because I nearly got there at Reading. It's been really amazing. I, I, I love it. I've put loads and loads of more dates in for next year, actually. So yeah, come and see. I'm doing some more round where we live and that, and yeah. it's it's really good. I just talk about the last eighteen months, everything we've been through what it's done to us mentally and spiritually i talk a little bit about it politically within acceptable boundaries and it's a it's a really good show i'm really really pleased with it you'd love it and also i do stuff with the audience i get people to fill in surveys about what's the weirdest things they've done during lockdown one bloke for example <laughs> pretend like he said he used to uh, he told his neighbors that he was that he worked for the NHS so that they would direct their applause to him at, during practice carers like live. That man's going to hell. <laughs> other people talking about things they've used instead of masks, like people have used underwear instead of masks. People do some weird stuff. Things that have gone on in Zoom meetings. People at work drinking wine out of mugs during their. <laughs> Like people have definitely people have definitely pretended haven't they that they've got one of those invisible illnesses that means that you can't wear a mask yeah yeah people have definitely people have that. gone mad and like they're, they're, like everyone's it's like if you do even the small sample size about my audience which i guess yeah, it's about like you know between one and two thousand people a night when i'm doing it like what's rocketed is pornography use and alcohol use and i'm not speaking about <laughs> I'm avoiding what about pills. yourself no, I, how have you kept safe? I, I stay well clear of those two particular <laughs> <laughs> meditation that, that's a meditation not masturbation that's my policy <laughs> going forward <laughs> Well, well, both very natural, I'm sure. <laughs> so ultimately, but I, I think there's only one that monkeys do. <laughs> Thanks for having me on your show. If there's anything else I can tell you, if you ever need me, if you need anything from me, David, if you need me to come around your house, fish with you, relive the glory days of ice skating or whatever <laughs> like I, I'll, I'll play the part of your missus um, I am at your service okay, <laughs> all right well we'll just we'll compare rivers next time we have a little chat to, to each other <laughs> and i'm hoping that you don't mean a viewing <laughs> <laughs> absolutely brilliant mate well lots of love yeah you take Thanks care mate me. it's been great having you on pal it's nice to see you again, Lindsay. Nice to meet you, Callum and Adam. <laughs> Cheers, Russell. Love you, David. Yeah, Bye. Take care, mate. Thanks for that, Russ. We'll have the full uncut chat with him right here and on our YouTube channel after the weekend. Seaman says... 
this week's predictions. After a really busy week, there's even more games this weekend. Um, we've got West Ham versus Chelsea, which is a massive game for West Ham. Um, now I'm looking at West Ham and thinking, Arsenal are getting close. How cool's that? <laughs> <laughs> cool for yeah. you and, pre and pretty much pretty much everyone that listens to this show who are mainly Arsenal fans then yeah they're, they're all in sync so that's, it's good so I'm like really wanting Chelsea to win now <laughs> but you know I, when, when you look at Chelsea um, you know West Ham are, they're not playing the best at the moment if I'm honest um, so I'm going to go with a Chelsea win 3-1 3-1 Chelsea. I reckon, so midweek as well, we've got Watford-Chelsea, yeah. haven't we? We'll see whether um, Lukaku gets 90 minutes. The problem with this and recording now is we don't know what injuries might happen and stuff like True. that. But um, I think if the full squad's available, then Chelsea, 2-1 winners. 2-1. Okay. Newcastle against Burnley. This is a three o'clock kickoff on Saturday. And Newcastle after drawing with Norwich midweek, because we already know that with one. With 10 men. Uh, <laughs> with 10 men. Defensively, they look really stretched. Yeah. They look really, really stretched. Um, and Burnley, pretty physical. I'm going to say for this one, I'm going to go 1-1. One, one. Okay. I'm going to go. I just think Newcastle are on a bit of a high at the moment, because obviously, <laughs> new manager... And no, a draw at Newcastle standards, they're on a bit. Yeah, of a high. I know. <laughs> you know, because I, I Newcastle like, haven't won all season. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and when I was watching it yesterday, I was like, you know, the fans are like proper getting behind them and that, and I just feel that, you know, I just think it's on, it's on its way. The rush is on its way. I'm going to go for a two-one win for Newcastle, right? And then Saints Brighton. I am going to go for. Saints to win 2-0. Oh, um, I like I know, that. Yeah, I know Brighton are strong, but just just something about Saints that I like. Apart from you being a fan, mate. No, oh, you're too kind. <laughs> <laughs> I think that Saints really need to get something from this. I think nil-nil, actually. Mm. I think this could be a nil-nil. Yeah. Well, Lindsay, I've got this one. Wolves versus Liverpool. Wow. I did not back my team, did I, against West Ham? I went for a draw. Yeah, did, That's yeah. backing them, really. I mean... <laughs> I know. But... Have that. So, um, let's have a look. Yeah, okay. so Wolves-Liverpool. Oh, what a game. But I can't see anything other than a Liverpool win or maybe a draw. But I'm going to go with 2-1 Liverpool. <laughs> and nearly said one-one draw, but I can't, I can't, I can't see Liverpool only getting one goal. This is my heart running away instead of my head right now. But I, I always think there is a team at some point in the season that springs that surprise yeah. for the team like Liverpool. To be your and we've team, seen it, and it yeah. not as in yeah. you, but we all think. I think, oh, can Saints do it? And you obviously can Wolves do it. They won't, but go on, I'd like to yeah. hear this. You say they won't. We've done it in the past. Yeah. We've done it with City. We've seen Brighton do it with City. We all, we've all done and it at some point. <laughs> oh, come on. And it, you just think, three o'clock on a Saturday, Liverpool aren't used to a three o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> that, that straw's being clutched at, by the way. Um, I am going to say, oh, do I go draw or win for Wolves? 
win. I'm sorry, is this the team that couldn't beat Norwich? Is this, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I know that is fresh okay. in my memory. Actually, let's go. Let's go for the oh, draw. Bless. I'm going to go for. She's got a rose tinted specs on. Yeah. <laughs> one one. One one, one draw. One. Yeah. No, actually, I'm going to make it a two-two. I always have a two-two. Right, two, yeah. And I'm going to make that one my two-two. Cool. Watford Man City. Whoa. At Vicarage Road. It's the 5.30 kickoff on Saturday. Yeah. I can't predict Watford, really. Watford are the Giants, ladies. I know. Yeah. They get, like, some weird results, don't they? And then all of a sudden, they're rubbish again. But, um, no, I can't. Mind you, having said that, I was watching Pep doing his um, press press conference and he was having a right moan about all the injuries he's got and suspensions that they've got and coming into this Christmas period that they're struggling. Well, that's a shame. He'll have to feel the beating oh, yeah, that, that would be second in the league. Devastating. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, they're top. Um, but yeah, yeah, so I'm still going to go for a Man City win. I'm going to go 3-1 Man City. I don't think that Watford are going to score in this one. Um, I'm going to say... 2-0 City. Uh, Leeds Brentford. Mm, come on, the mighty Leeds after that fantastic win in the week. Um, I still feel that Leeds have got so much more to offer. And Bamford played 90 minutes in the under-23s in the week. So Ooh, he's on his way that. back. Um, hopefully he might be fit for, for this game. So I'm going to go with a 2-0 Leeds win. I'm going to give you another draw here. 1-1. One, right. one. Cool. Man United Palace. This will be interesting, especially after you've played Arsenal <laughs> and lost. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, just something new throw. <laughs> um, I'm starting to really feel for Vieira here. It's another last-minute goal, though. Oh, he's in- how, many, how many times has that happened for him? He must be the most of the season for those last-minute goals at the moment. That's just, yeah, Yeah. it must be gutting for him. I wasn't. Anyway, (laughs) even though he's an ex-teammate and ex-captain of mine. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Man United Palace, I'm going to go with a 2-1 Man United win. I am going to say Man United win this 3-1. Good. Spurs-Norwich. Wow. So Spurs Norwich is two o'clock on Sunday. Um, the, I've got to say from watching Norwich, they I know that we had that pooky goal, but they they don't come along very often, do they, those opportunities? Um, no, and like to have that many, finishes. like to play like that against 10 men from that early on, yeah. you know, not really yeah. create much. And they were really on top. Just to come back to something that I very much glazed over earlier but against Wolves Adam um, (laughs) they had so much of the ball so many opportunities they just could not finish and I think 11 against 11 I think with Conte's drilling from Spurs I think Spurs are going to win this quite comfortably I will say 3-0 Spurs that's just exactly what I was thinking so I will go 4-0 then Villa against Leicester sort of a Midlands derby (laughs) <laughs> East versus West. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go 2 2. I'm doing a, a Desmond for you. Yeah. I'm going for an away win 2 1. Oh, Um Everton against Arsenal then to finish off for the weekend. This is the Monday night football. 
um, Arteta against his former club. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So that'll yeah. be nice for him to go back there. Yeah. Everton just don't look like they've got enough to me at the moment. Yeah. Um, I know it is at Goodison. Um, I'm going to say 1-0 Arsenal. Okay. That brings back not so good memories for me. Because I started Really? Playing... 1-0 to the Arsenal? No, a, no, no, no. a great no. time. I mean, Goodison... <laughs> Yeah, we we actually we did win there quite a few times, but I started a certain Mr. Rooney's career there. Um, <laughs> mentioned a couple of episodes back, when, he, yeah. when, when he scored a certain goal. But anyway, um, yeah, like I said, Lindsay Everton are not looking anything like Everton. Um, so I'm going to go for two one Arsenal win. It's just looking at the um, the predictions results that we've got on the scorecard here and uh you've done pretty well david you've really caught up yeah look at all all the uh, correct results that i got oh no look at all the correct results you got one two yeah. three four five six but actually you only got one point more than me because i got an exact score which is three points oh, no. and yeah, that's five you one had, point more you got one point more <laughs> you have a look at the gap now down to two Ooh. points mind the this gap. is the, this not- is the, the thing that i want to win more than the fantasy thing so do I. <laughs> so I would abolish that pain off you. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Definitely. Oh. Right, guys, it's a good time to join our fantasy uh, football as there's lots of teams in action. There's some people doing really well, like Invisible Wall, Lenurse's team. What's that? See you. See you. I think it's the Ronaldo. Pepper Champions, Pepsi Max but I think you'll find that I'm doing quite well myself. <laughs> but no, don't forget to join to us. us. But not compared to the top lot, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, make sure you join. There's still loads of time. Use the code EKET31. We'll be back after the weekend with a full chat with Russell Brand. This is a Listening Dog Media Production. Podcast Network. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.